Hey guys, it's your boy TJ And I'm here today I just came on to just uh, Talk briefly about me Something that the Lord was just Showing me And I wanted to share with you guys uh, Just a brief glimpse in my life And I was in my moment of prayer and meditation And just, you know, just Basking in the presence of the Lord Like I normally do And just chill just relax and just thank God for the many things that he has done that he is doing and that he's about to do in my life I don't I don't know the plan that he have but I trust the plan that he have for my life um, and I've always tried to minister to other people that, you know trust the plan that God has for your life and allow him to cultivate that and show you the path of what you need to go on for his glory and so God began to take me back to age where I think I was about 18 or 19 and uh, my story was in the Bahamas and I was working at a job in Freeport, Grand uh, Bahama and it was called Control Chemicals and I decided to move from Freeport to Nassau and uh, when I moved from Freeport to Nassau uh, I had to live with my dad and at that time, my dad, living arrangements were not so modern day, you know, not so modern day. And so, um, going through that, having to look for a job, uh, not having to depend on anybody uh, because nobody was able to help me because of them having their own situations, their own problems, their own families to take care of. So. The only person I could have trusted in was God and allow him to, you know, lead me and guide me in this time where, you know, I made a move. I don't have no job. Uh, my family can't really help me. My finances is not to zero, you know. And I was going through this period in my life, you know what I'm saying? And I was praying and asking God, Lord, let me find a job. So I went about two to three weeks trying to look for the job and I kept on praying and just believing God and I would lay on my floor and I would just lay before the Lord and I would just cry out. I would just cry out and cry out and, I, and many times I had told God I'm not moving off of this floor until you change my situation or you allow me to get the job that I need to take care of me because I don't have the money to buy food. I don't have the money to buy clothes or cut my hair or do anything and I can't depend on my dad or my brothers and sisters or any one of my family members because of the fact that like I said they have their own life their own situations their own families their own stuff going on and so I was in a place where I was so desperately in need of God to move that I told God that I was not off of this floor until you fix it, until you give me the job or, you know, the opportunity to find the right job. Many times I would fall asleep on the floor just praying and just believing God, you know, and I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm on the floor. But in that process, God was cultivating my faith. He was cultivating me to seek after him that even the more even though he allowed it to tarry 
even though he allowed it to prolong. And I prayed and I pressed and I prayed. He came through right on time. Not only did he came through with one job, he came through with two. One making more than the other. And I took two at the time. I took the both jobs that I asked God to sustain me and I was able to help myself get out of the predicament of living in that area of lack of not having not sure where I was going to sleep not sure what I was going to eat the next day because there were days when I didn't have no food to eat and my mouth was white as snow but I trusted God, I trusted God, I trusted Him I trusted that He was going to open that door I trusted that He wasn't going to leave me without He wasn't going to do that because He loved me too much and regardless of who wasn't there or who didn't help or who could have helped and didn't help I still trusted in God and I didn't show no ill emotions or ill feelings towards people because of the fact that, oh, you see me going through this and you couldn't reach out or couldn't know. I trusted in God and he leaded me and he opened those doors and he allowed me to have the opportunity to be a blessing to others throughout my job as I ministered and as I encourage people even in finances being able to sow into people's life and you know bless them in any which way God allows me to and that was a period of my life that I started to really trust God I started to really believe that he is who he said he was and not just who my grandmother or my mother my aunties and some of my uncles uh, profess him to be but I, I started to seek him for myself I started to learn him for myself I started to pray even the more when there wasn't anybody around I prayed I didn't just pray in the morning and in the evening but I pray throughout the day as I was being drawn closer and closer to God. Yeah, we have our times where we make our mistakes and yeah, we have our times where we fall short. We have times where we, you know, feel like, hey, I fall down, I can't get up and people are gonna talk about me and people are gonna say this and people are gonna say that. And I was so worried at that point in my life about what people were saying. But as I begin to draw closer and closer to God and read his word and pray and meditate like I'm doing now and just soaking in his presence and allowing him to edify me and show me all truth to the Holy Spirit and to the Holy Spirit he showed me the truth that I needed to know that he is with me always never to leave never to forsake and he's with you the same way he is with me he's with you every step of the way sometimes we have to stop and we have to look at our surroundings, look at the things that we see, take it in. So sometimes we can be moving so fast and so quick 
that we miss what God was doing in that period in, in our life. And in that period of my life, if I was not conscientious to the Lord and His hand upon my life and Him doing the things that He did throughout my life, I probably would have not noticed. I probably would have been so captivated by trying to make it, trying to sustain, trying to provide, trying to create. When He told me, if I trust in Him, if I believe in Him, He'll supply all of my need. If I seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, everything else shall be added unto me. So when I begin to seek ye first the kingdom of God, seek ye first the work of God, the heart of God, and what God was saying, he wanted to be done through me for his people. It pushed me into a selfless state of mind. As I continue to pray, as I continue to trust, as I continue to believe in God and stand on His Word. Believing in prayer that everything that I have spoke, as the Word of God says, if any man speak, let him speak as an oracle of God. And so, with that faith, believing that God will do just what He said He will do, and He will come through with the job, and He won't leave me here to die, and even though I may have had some hungry days and even though I may have some sleepless days out in the cold and in the vehicles and wherever I may have been at that period in my life, I still maintain the fact that God was able to bring me out and this was not my final destination. This was not the final stop. But there was greater, there is greater ahead of this stop. This does not dictate the final outcome. This does not dictate the final outcome. But I trust that the Lord has a greater plan, has a greater vision, as he said in Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, and they're good and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And he has an expected end for each and every one of us. If we would seek after him, the more. I learned at an early age to not seek after the hands of God, but seek after the heart of God. Because that's where it all lies in the heart. And so I started to pray, God, touch my heart. Oh, God, make my heart new. That I may love even when it hurts. Even when it's difficult to love. When it's hard. When the person or the people or the things that are in my way is hurting or distracting. And my heart is aching. And I want to lash out. I want to get angry. I want to get mad. I want to say some ill-mannered things heart God renew it cultivate it to the image of you and what your heart looks like how your heart beats how your heart thinks how your heart maneuvers that I may be that vessel 
submitted to your glory, submitted to your will. None of mine own, but thine own will be done. And so that was my prayer coming down through the years that God would touch my heart. Let me love the hardest of people that are so difficult that people just don't see the good in them. Let me see the good that I can feed off of that. And that I can tell that person, hey, I, I see everybody says that you're this, but you got that type of heart. And so I pray the same for you as I was going through that moment in my life finding a job, looking for one, hunting, hungry, sleeping in cars, going through what I'm going through, thinking why these other people who has the resources can't help me, not getting envious or mad or angry or jealous or allowing my heart to feel good, filter ill-mannered, negative, toxic traits of talk but to allow the love of God to lead and guide me, that I may obtain what it is that God has for me, that I may be a blessing to others that are going through what I went through in word, taught and in deed, however God may allow me to be able to bless them at that time as he present them to me. So my prayer for you is that God will touch your heart that he will heal your wounded heart. That he will mend your heart to his. And that your heart will beat as one. Your heart and God's heart will beat as one. That you would know when he is aching, when he needs you to move. Oh God, you will know in the presence of God. and agree with as many of you that are listening to this prayer that God will continue to keep your heart throughout whatever trial, throughout whatever period of your life the, uh, God may have you going through at this time in your life. I know that he will bring you out, but I pray that in the process of this going through that God will begin to mend your heart to his that you may see the blueprint of what God has for you. That you may feel the love and compassion that he has for you. The reason why you do the things that you do and you go the places you go and you say the things you say and God still loves you, he still protects you, he still guides you, he still keeps your family, he still protects your interests, he still gives you hope, he still gives you faith. Even on your worst days. His love is ever true. His love is ever true. His love is ever true. He'll never stop loving you. No matter what you go through, God will never stop loving you. He will never stop loving you, my brother. 
He would never stop loving you, my sister. I don't, I don't care what the world says about you. I don't care what they call you. The love of God, the love of Christ. will continue to rest upon you, will continue to keep you, will continue to guide you, will continue to wrap his loving arms around you and comfort you in even the darkest of situations. The love of Christ will give you that inner joy, that inner peace that you need. He will give it to you. If you trust him and believe him, trust him and believe him. I did it. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I'm telling you, it wasn't easy. Me transitioning and allowing God to take over my life and allowing him to have his way and speak through me and me thinking of all the things that I went through, the things that I've done, the things that I think, the things that I wish to do at times with my carnal mind. But he still loves me. He still cares. He still uses me. And, I, and it baffles me the love of God. And how he said, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But yet he still loves us. He still cares for us. He still protects us. He still us. He still shields us. When we stop and think about that, in my life I had to stop and I had to think about that. I have done nothing for him to love me the way that and I are unworthy of his love but he still loves us unworthy of his presence but he still entertains us with his glory with his presence with his love with his mercy, with his kindness with his favor with his support, his endorsement to our lives and to the ministry that he has called for in us he still loves us. He still cares. He's always there. No matter how dark your days are. I'm just sharing a little bit of my testimony and where I came from with you guys. And the heart that God has allowed me to have throughout this process. Throughout this process, it's, like I said, it's not easy. Oh, but when you begin to trust, oh, when you begin to totally just lean and depend on God, mm. when you release your cares in His hands and know in your heart that your heart is knitted to God's heart and you know that at the end of the day he will not allow you 
to be destroyed by the enemy, by the cares of this world, by stress, heart attack, sugar diabetes, whatever form of attack that this mortal body may go under. The love of God, the peace of God, the grace of God in the Holy Spirit. Can give you an inner peace that is priceless, that cannot be purchased by good deeds. Oh God. It cannot be purchased by money. time that he has given you, you give it back to him sincerely and allow him to take you to that place, that secret place where only you and him can reside and you can sup with him and he can sup with you and He can speak and he can show you new dreams and new visions and new ideas and he can show you how to live a peaceful and glorious life. He can show you how to manage your finances and he can show you how to apply for the right job and how to go this way and how to do this and how as we bask in him, as we allow him to take control, our desires will come in alignment with the will of God. And the things that you have desired in your heart, God will supersede them. Oh, Jesus. When you become obedient, when you just let God be God in your life, those desires that come in alignment with God the Holy, through the Holy Spirit He will even supersede them beyond your wildest expectations your wildest dreams your wildest imaginations the richest and majesty of God is words can never describe or describe how vast the riches and the wealth of our God is. So you don't think the ideas and the desires that you place before him and you allow yourself to be placed in his presence in a secret place. He will bring those and because of your humility, because of your willingness to submit to his will, he says, you know what? I'm going to give you even the more. And he knows the heart that you have because your heart is knitted to his heart. And so his will is your will. Oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. And you become in one accord. 
And then you don't have to stress in life about how it's going to come together, when it's going to come together. Because you would already know that the plans of the Lord will never go without being produced or manifest. God is not a man that he shall lie. Whatever he say shall be. Ah, yes, God. Whatever he say shall be. Hallelujah, Jesus. So God has spoken a word in you. And you've been going through a period of ups and downs and the loss of your job and everything just going chaotic in your life and you're trying to figure out what's the next move. I challenge you to trust God. I will even stand in the spirit with you to trust God. I'm standing even right now with you in the spirit, believing God for that move, for that thing that he has placed inside of you to come forth in this season, for God to cultivate you, to be the man, the woman that he has called you to be. We come against the plans and the tactics and the schemes of the enemy. We call it null and void. We plead the blood of Jesus over your household and your families and everything concerning you. We plead the blood of Jesus. I stand in agreement with you when two or three are gathered in his name. His presence is there. Trust and believe in God. Know that he's able. Know that he is able. He is able. No matter the circumstances, no matter the situation, no matter the crisis, no matter the pandemic, no matter what is going on, he is still Lord. And he is still able. He is still able. He's still in control. He's never lost the control for a minute. He's never lost control for a second. He is still control. He's still the undefeated champion. There is none that can contend with him. He is God all by himself. He is. And he is a reward of them that diligently seek after him. My brothers and my sisters, it's always a pleasure to come before you and always to share the word of God with you. Share the word with somebody else. Somebody you meet on the side of the world or the road. Let them know Jesus loves them. Let them know that they are valued, that they do have worth. That God didn't just allow them to come here just to feel like they're just taking up space. But there is something they have inside of them. That God has placed because he's given us all gifts. He's given us all talents. Glory to God. Encourage someone today. Encourage someone as you go along your journey. Let them know that they are loved. They are special. They are precious in His sight. This is your boy TJ. And you were listening to the living word. I just wanted to share that nugget with you.
that it may test someone to continue to move forward, to be able to live the blessed life that God has for them, not letting the enemy stop them from believing and knowing that they're blessed because of their circumstances or the crisis that has been placed before them. My God is bigger, he's greater, and he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above anything we can ever think, thought, or imagine. God bless you, God keep you, May his face continue to shine upon you throughout this day and every day to come. May the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God rest, rule, and abide with you henceforth and forevermore. Be blessed.